Good morning, Cam Newton. How are you? How you doing? I have zero complaints. I'm trying to uh, maybe move around. Where are, are you in the bowels of Gillette Stadium this morning? We got to get that phone. <laughs> He's in got about. Edelman's phone. Maybe move. Maybe move around a <laughs> little that bit. Trap phone. <laughs> trap phone. You know what it is. <laughs> How are you? We're, we're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. You don't know. You don't necessarily know Massachusetts and New England well enough to know this yet. But uh, even in a win. Uh, we, we, we feel negative. So, um, <laughs> I don't know if you know that about us yet, but, um, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you to start to, to give yourself a grade on your performance yesterday, Ken. Uh, you know, yesterday was kind of frustrating in itself. And I do understand no one playing this league long enough that there will be games like that. And when there is games like that, you just got to find ways to win. So that's the that's the optimistic answer. Me personally, uh, with with lackluster ball security, um, you know, just just the slow start offensively. You know, this is this is subpar performance, and 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 I know I can play better. I know I can do better, and I know I will be better. So maybe a C plus. B, B plus. Hello. <laughs> yeah, oh, we lost you from. Yeah, I don't think you heard yeah, the C plus. So grade wise, C plus, B plus, B minus. I mean, we're, we're... I'm going like midway C. Okay. So like oh wow. All right. Okay. Seventy five. Just... You know, just subpar. Hmm. Um. Uh, what happened on the pick? I'm trying to do too much. Yeah. Simple. Uh, I lost the defender, um, and when you're scrambling, <clears throat> you just kind of assume certain people are going with certain people, and he just peeled back, and and, and I didn't I didn't take into account of him, you know, but things like that just can't happen. Now, can you take any type of like silver lining out of the fact that all right, you guys started off a little sluggish, you were. A little sloppy with the ball early, but you guys were able to put it together when you needed to, uh, especially later on in the game. Do you take anything away from that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, you know, playing this league, you're not going to just steamroll every, you know, team. And, you know, at one point I did look up at, you know, the total stat line of total offense. We did surpass 400 yards, so. Let's not be naive about the fact that when we when we did get it rolling, we got it rolling. So, you know, with 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 Sony running the way he's running, Berkey running, the, you know, playing the way he's playing, you know, small fight. Those guys, man, you know, they that 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 uh that position group running backs, you know, just had the light shining on them all day yesterday, and and, and it showed by the production that they gave us. Uh, Boomer Esiason said earlier this morning that. With no fans in the stadium, you really need energy from uh, from your from your team, from your leaders. Is that something that that consciously you're thinking about? I mean, are you you out there trying to get everybody going because there's no fans? Not necessarily. I, I, I'm a person that leads by example more than anything else, and you know, uh, I'm a momentum guy. I'm an enthusiastic person who enjoys just the the normality of a football game and the fact that you don't have, you know, fans in the stadium, you know, 
being a professional, that should not alter your approach to the game. And, you know, it hasn't altered ours. But at the same time, you got to find some type of way strategically to get your guys going in ways that's that's not fake because, you know, we all see people who are just doing it for clout. They're doing it for, you know, many other reasons other than it being organic. So for us, we just have to be strategic on, you know, finding juice within ourselves, within the sideline, you know, within the play, um, and, you know, get, our, get ourselves going. One thing that I've noticed from you and, you know, what you try to, to kind of read into your teammates is guys that have this just natural, innate of this energy level. And they always got a smile on their face, even when it looks like in times of adversity, when maybe a team's not playing well, it's like, you know, I can always look at this one guy and know that it's never as bad as we might think it is. And I think, you know, a lot of players feed off of that. What have you kind of known from just, you know, maybe guys that have kind of fed off just some of your emotion and energy that you bring to the football game? Um, you know, me being a new guy around here, uh, the first thing is, is it genuine? I can sense people, you know, kind of trying to sense that out. But yet, you know, as, as I get comfortable, as people get comfortable, you know, they realize that this is just me. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't find no amusement by being anything other than, you know, Cam Newton. And, you know, with that being said, I, you know, I understand people are trying to, you know, figure me out, trying to sense, you know, what is he like? How is he? Is this real? Is this genuine? You know, or is he just doing it just for, for you know, X, Y, Z? I don't have time to act. I think my plate, my cup is running over us, you know, with trying to, you know, dissect this offense in many ways at one. So having, having, you know, the burden of, of trying to do something that I'm not, you know, that's just not realistic. I'm going to ask you this, and I'm hoping that maybe you'll you'll do me a solid here. I know you were asked about it yesterday and, and didn't want to answer, but I'm thinking you might give us something special for this program, Cam, since we're building <laughs> since we're since we're <laughs> since we're building a relationship together, and you know you you know you know how it works. You help me, I'll help you. Um, we need to know what you and Nikhil Harry were talking about yesterday on the on the sideline. First off, it was a group project. It was, you know, they just so happened to catch just my response to Nikhil. But you know, I can't. I don't think the listeners are, are even. No, I, 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 no. Respectfully, no. Respect. Like it is. It, 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 it was funny. I just tell you that it was just as funny as you seeing it, and I just could not believe. You know, Nikhil's you know, a person that I've kind of taken up under my wing and, you know, the fact that he's playing the kind of ball that he's playing right now, not just all about, you know, catching the football, but just making plays in the run game as well. You know, for him to be able to have a dialogue on the sideline, you know, as a, as a, as a group, you know, it was just fun to have. <laughs> all right. I thought maybe, it w- maybe next week, maybe, maybe I'll ask you again next week. Maybe he'll give it. I thought Nikhil. <laughs> Respectfully, it just has to happen off the record, you know. And and, and, and when that day comes, pending this COVID tremor and mockery, you know, we 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 will all sit back and, and discuss it. 
I thought he, I thought he said to Cam that uh, UGK was better than Outcast. That's why Cam <laughs> Cam went down like that. One one thing. You that, know what? Nikhil not. He's not even a a. I don't even know. I don't even think he knows who UGK is. Really? Hmm. Man, you got to put he's him on Arizona. game. He's from Arizona. He's not. Nah. No. Don't he like work out in Houston, Texas? I would think that he would know who UGK is, but one of the things that I no. that I, I got to see um was the trailer for eighty six nights. And I tell you it's something that, you know, it, it looks really interesting to kind of get more of insight in who you are. I know you talked about, you know, players and your teammates kind of getting to know who you are as a player. What do you think that this documentary is going to, you know, for us fans watching you get to know a little bit more about who you are as a person? To be honest with you, I I wanted to to show the humanistic side of who I am. And what I mean by that is as football players, we always kind of cut short with, with, with defining the people we actually are because in the sport that we do play outside of a handful of, 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 of football players, we are masked athletes and, you know, typically going out outside of the city that you play in or wherever, you're really not recognized as you would think. Now I said a handful of people, obviously we've got the Odell's of the world, got the Aaron Rodgers of the world, the Tom Brady's of the world, um, you know, those players are different. So, yet, for me, you know, in this docuseries, we tried to captivate the the understanding of it's more to me than just playing football. And I wanted to show the vulnerable side of, of being unemployed. I wanted to show the father side of me. I also wanted to show, you know, myself in, in, in a sense that may not, be saw in the light of uh, ESPN, uh, NFL Network, or you know, uh, NFL Total Package, Sunday Package, or things like that. You know, and 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 with me having my own production team, you're able to, you know, create create content that empowers, impacts, and motivates, you know, the the viewer. Mr. Kraft told CBS yesterday that. He was surprised that you were around for those 86 days. Is that something that, that motivates you, continues to motivate you? Man, listen, <clears throat> I, I'm a person who takes anything to heart. I mean anything. And, you know, this this whole decision is, and not to keep being a dead horse, this is a business trip. And it, uh, the fact that I don't have none of my children here in, in Boston with me and the fact that I haven't been able to see them on a regularity, that's angry in itself for me. I wake up every morning missing the hell out of my, my children and knowing that, you know, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do, then this could be good witness for me. And and that's as serious as, as I'm making it and that's as serious as it is. And not only to mention, you know, I, I, I have so much to prove I, I could care less about, you know, other critics, but more or less, I have so much to prove to myself. You know, I see a lot of great football being played. I have seen a lot of great football being played over the time that I was, you know, injured and whatnot. And, you know, you have to question yourself and question the man you are and say, you know, can you still play at a high level? So 
so, you know, there's a there's a expectation that I have for myself, and, and, and I'm trying to just meet it every single day of my life. Do you think, I mean, will you get the family up here, you think, during the season? Sooner or later, you know, when you got, when you have, you know, young children it's in, in, in COVID pandemic, it's, it's kind of hard. So, mm-hmm. you know, yet through it all, you know, you can't FaceTime them enough because their attention is, is, is similar to mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they don't know how to handle the phone and things like that. But yet through it all, man, I that's that's one of many different things you just wake up to and, and you ask yourself, what's your purpose? And, you know, I'm a very family-oriented person. I'm a very hands-on dad. And the fact that, you know, people don't realize that because they're jaded by the outfits that I wear, they're jaded by what I say, they're jaded by the energy on the field, they're jaded by, you know, just the football figure of who I am. But yet, you know, hopefully the 86 Nights docuseries will kind of highlight there's more to me than, than, than just what you see on Sundays. You just talked about how much, you know, you're, you're putting pressure on yourself to, you know, prove that you could still do this at a, at a high level. Now, one thing that Bill Belichick is notorious for as players and former players, current players, is his Monday morning meetings where he comes in after a, after a win or a loss with 25, 30 plays uh, where he's highlighting guys and things maybe that they didn't do right to get better. What are you taking from maybe some of those meetings? Because if you're talking about the pressure that, you know, you're putting on yourself, you know the pressure that Bill Belichick puts on every single player in that locker room to be successful. What are some of the things that you might have learned from some of the meetings with Belichick? Well, he he is very intuitive. And I don't know how he does it, but the point gets taken positively for me and you know at the end of the day you know you just have to to grow to love it and understand it um and and that doesn't make me necessarily nervous i actually look forward to those meetings because i do know one thing about you know coach belichick is he's gonna be as 100 as 100 is and and you know from you not taking the right steps to you making a great play on this play to you just not getting the job done. You know, I, I've seen it the short time that I've been here. I've seen that tone change, you know, not not many times to many different people. So whatever, whatever, the same Bill Belichick that you knew is the same Bill Belichick that I know, and that's just something that you just have to love and respect out of him. As far as the pressure part, this, you know, the football game part to me, that's not pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, not not being employed. Now that's pressure. You know, not not being able to have, you know, uh, grips over your own destiny and your future. That's real pressure. So you know, when you really put things into perspective and and, and you really say, is this pressure? Is two minute drive? No, it's really not. You know, I've I've been faced with pressure and adversity and. You know, I pride myself on being able to be in situations that you don't blink. You just roll with the punches. You just figure certain things out. And, you know, at the end of the day, with that type of mentality and mantra, I believe you'll be all right. So that's interesting about Bill. I, I think he must have been laughing then because one of the one of the knocks on you coming in here 
was that you weren't going to be able to take criticism from Bill Belichick. So you must have been laughing about that. I was laughing about a lot of things. I've been laughing a lot in my whole career by the the analysis of who Cam Newton really is. And and that's that's just the honest truth. And the fact that, you know, here I am in year 10 still having to explain the person and the player that I am, it's, it's just, and sometimes disrespectful because we don't question certain quarterbacks. We don't have to, you don't have to question Russell Wilson. You don't have to cross, uh, uh, question the Tom Brady's. And I, and I hate the name drop, but you know, it's just gotten to that point, you know, that Obviously, me being a new face, and obviously, you know, people are trying to find and dig into certain things. They don't necessarily know, you know, that I'm the ultimate professional. You know, if I've, I've never, not once, jeopardized my team in no way as a, as a, you know, distraction per se off the field. You know, I, I, I come to work each and every day, and I try to give whatever team the best opportunity to win it for them, my teammates, you know, the people in the front office, the coaches, put them at ease knowing that, you know, their quarterback is going to put them in the best position to win. So, yeah, through it all, you know, it's not for me to, you know, go down each and every Instagram comment. It's not for me to go down each and every, you know, interview that's ever, you know, had the, the discussion topic of Cam Newton or Twitter, and I run myself rampant. But yet, through it all, at the end of the day, I have to stay true to who I am and, you know, make the biggest impact that I know I can make on things that I can't control. And I, I feel like it would be true to who you are if you would just tell us what Nikhil Harry said, what you guys were talking about yesterday. <laughs> well, you, you, you're good. You're really good. You're persistent. <laughs> Um, all right, let me get to the quarterback question of the week. We were talking about this before you came on, uh, and a texter wants me to follow up. Uh, we know we, we know the nicknames that uh, you've given everybody. Have you been given a nickname yet by your teammates? They never stick. So don't even try. I mean, I've been I've been at it for a long time. You trying to give me the name caller a nickname? It's only going to make matters worse. So, yeah, I, I, I just advise people, you know, that that come around and say, well, I'm going to call you this if you call me. It's not going to work, my guy. So just, just you know, keep you know keep me with the, the responsibility of calling me the names and hope that it's something that you could be pleased with being called, you know, in, in all respects you know, outside the building. Do you have a nickname for Bill? <laughs> dollar, dollar Bill, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a good one right there. <laughs> but, but, I, hey, but honestly, I had, you know, I have so much, not saying that I don't have respect for anybody else. You know, you just got to understand your role, too. So I'm not about to sit up here and be walking down the hall and see Coach Bill Belichick. We're like, dollar, dollar, Bill, y'all, what's good, my guy? Nah. <laughs> it's not like that. You so, can do that you know, when you I, retire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's more or less, hey, Coach, how you doing? You doing okay today? Okay, cool. Great talk. And then, boom. 
Hey, Cam, you referred to your stay here as a business trip earlier in the interview. What needs to change to make this a long-term stay for you? It's always about taking care of business. And, you know, my focus is is, 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 is so, you know, um, you know, kind of nearsighted that I'm, 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 I'm trying to make things work. And, you know, if I'm looking for long-term results with, with, with not too many things to have leverage on, then that, that's, that's not, that's not, that's not good. You know, for me, I, I just look at the opportunity that I, that I have been given and it's a great opportunity. I'll tell you that. And I think people already know that. And it's just up to me about how do I, you know, kind of finish what I started. Um, you know, it's, it's not necessarily about the things that people want to make it about. It is about going out each and every week and, and, and first off winning and then everything else, you know, falls in place. I haven't had a chance to ask you this yet. I don't think, but how do you like, uh, living in the Boston area? I, I heard you're living in the city. I won't say where, but, um, is, uh, do you like it so far? Everybody asks me that, and I give pretty much the same answer, and it's extremely true. I haven't really been able to kind of see the city. From what I do see, you know, the traffic can be brutal. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, from 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 just the um, the ambiance that you kind of get from the lights, and you know, just seeing people out slowly coming back out. You know, it's a it's a it's a really neat city that loves their sports, and uh, you can't do nothing but respect that. And, and and everybody's passionate. And I was just so blown away by I called myself being incognito, and, and you know, even the people who you would not even think know who you are knows you. And I mean, it's just mind blowing. So. Uh, you know that alone, that support is is is, is second to none. Hmm. I wouldn't think the traffic was bad compared to the A I ninety five I seventy five down there. Traffic is kind of brutal. We're not that bad yeah, out it, here. It has its similarities. You know when we when we when we get out early on Fridays or you know have late days to go in like today. You know you can get caught in, in, into a rut. Mm-hmm. And, you know let's just say you have to leave relatively earlier than you would expect to leave. All right. Well, looking ahead, I know it's early, but look ahead to Sunday and uh, what do you what do you what do you feel like right now? You need to focus on when it comes to that Kansas City Chiefs team. Well, one thing about it, we do know that we're playing the defending champs, and you know, with that being said, I think we've been putting great film out there to uh, different teams of many ways we can attack a team offensively, um, you know, coach said each and every week and about how we have to stay true playing complimentary football. It showed some yesterday, but it didn't show enough. Um, and, you know, I just expect us to keep, you know, thriving and, and, and becoming uh, um, a more fundamentally sound team that moving forward, you know, we can, we can all be better. We're still kind of in this preseason phase-ish, and it's showing for some teams, and for some teams, you know, it's not. So, you know, we have to make sure that we're always ascending in, in, in the right direction, you know, by each and every Sunday coming home or wherever we may be, 
just it, finishing the day with a win. Mm. All right. Sounds oh, good. We can't wait. Cam yeah. Newton, great to talk to you, and we'll talk to you again next week. And make sure Nikhil Harry learns who UGK is, man. <laughs> Jeez. I got you. Gotcha. <laughs> Here you go. All right. We'll talk to you. Thanks, Cam.